Welcome to another episode of Gilly Paper Tech Law Podcast Series. My name is Giulio Coraggio. I'm a partner and the MSCM technology lawyer at global business law firm Gilly Paper. It's a privilege to be joined by Rossi Shinefra, Vice President, Head of Legal and Compliance of NTD Data. Welcome, Rossi. Thank you very much, Giulio. This podcast, I'm delighted to be helping to launch our Gilly Paper European Technology Index 2020. This is a survey that Gilly Paper conducts every other year with this year's report being our fifth edition. Our survey reflects the perspectives of over 350 senior legal and commercial executives working in multiple industry sectors across Europe, all in companies with annual turnovers ranging between um, or 10 million euros to in excess of um, 10 billion euros. Also taking into account the impact of COVID-19 outbreak on their business. So Rosie, my first question to you is just a sort of an introduction about NTD data and your role within the, the group. Okay, so Julia, thanks again for inviting me. I'm very happy to have the opportunity to share a bit about NTD data. Uh, Entity Data is a global IT consulting company headquartered in, Kuotio, in Tokyo and belongs to the Entity uh, Group. We are more than uh, 120,000 uh, people in the world, distributed in more than 50 countries, and uh, we focus on helping our clients digitally transform themselves through consulting, industry solution, business process services, IT modernization, and managed services. Being a Japanese company means that there is a vision that goes beyond business, and we are committed to collaborating with clients, organizations, institutions to build a better and harmonious society. Regarding Italy, we're around 4,000 people, we are, we, and we have eight offices. We work together with our EMEA um, Japanese colleague on cutting-edge technologies, delivering also new approaches and new methodologies. And as an example, the Italian team has been the trailblazer on applying design principles to technology. And this has led us to, to build a worldwide center of excellence that now counts more than 14 design studios. Uh, regarding my role, you already introduced me and I'm a, as a vice president of the legal and compliance in the Italy cluster. I'm covering Italy, Turkey, and Vietnam. And I'm also glad to be an ambassador of our company initiatives regarding women present in the technology sector. Coming back to us, unfortunately, to business, obviously, uh, during these days, we're talking about um, the COVID-19 emergency and the impact on the business. And this aspect was covered also by our Yale Harbor, European Technology Index 2020. Uh, the outcome of this report shows that 63% of respondents uh, outlined that they're going to refine their product and services in line with the demand of uh, COVID-19 uh, emergency. And during our previous discussions, you, were, uh, you told me that uh, there wasn't a considerable reduction in business, actually. You've been working more. Everyone's saying that during lockdown is working more than before. Uh, but did you have somehow to change your approach to business? There is a more demand on uh, some products. Um, 
what, what is your view on market trends? Okay, in identity data, we are working on different areas of innovation that may that help and they may help uh, even after COVID-19 crisis. Uh, I, I, I can talk about, for example, data intelligence, automation, ex-reality, uh, also entity data, entity uh, studying and building quantum computing and light-based computer system that will allow sort, solving certain problems much faster than in the past. Um, of course, today, uh, the consumer and uh, business rapid adoption of digital technologies driven by COVID-19 really impressed all of us. Uh, in eight weeks, it really like, looks like a digital transformation moved forward five years. And uh, uh, the, the global pandemic also changed uh, significantly, I should say, uh, people's behaviors and interaction. And what we, uh, we have seen is a huge increase of contactless payments, a rapid growth of e-commerce, and a shift to remote working. And I, of course, technology helped all of us to cope with these changes and can still help uh, now that we are returning to a new normal, let's say. Uh, we cannot deny that coronavirus already reshaped the way we live and work, and we can expect that the most people uh, will keep using digital channels or remotely to a higher degree than before. Uh, in this new normal, I think also business will need to refocus and accelerate their digitalization uh, to keep pace with these new customer needs and also expectations. Uh, if I think about data intelligence that I mentioned before, uh, they already helped during COVID-19 crisis, for example, with data capture, with, with data that were captured anonymously and aggregated by telephone cells, telcos help public institutions understand how much the lockdown measures were effective. And now data intelligence can also be used to reshape, redesign next generation models of business operation of companies, institutions. And so these companies and institutions then can keep up with the fast changing environment. Well, definitely. Uh, you, you mentioned data and uh, uh, maybe the COVID-19 emergency will be remembered as the emergency of data. And I've never seen a period when we discuss so much about uh, data. And 20% uh, of the respondents uh, to our European Tech Index report say that uh, they were making significant use of data monetization. Uh, data is uh, considered the new oil and investment in data is uh, increasing in any sort of uh, uh, business. But from your perspective, what is the main driver of innovation for the business of your customers, uh, apart from the crisis, you told us that. Uh, <laughs> of course, <laughs> exactly. Uh, to innovation. <laughs> so I, I, I believe that we can observe a general driver that may influence different industries, and that is personalization. Uh, new technologies such as uh, artificial intelligence, IoT, big data, I help companies to better understand uh, how services work and are effective, and also allow these companies to build a totally customized products and services focused on people. So people are increasingly being at the center of technological innovation. 
and aspects such as user experience and service design are gaining importance every day. Uh, I do not see drawbacks, but to be successful, company really needs to pay more attention uh, to, than the past to cybersecurity, data management, and this aspect, these aspects will be crucial in the near future. Uh, because if we think that more than 20 billion of objects will be connected to the web and the different type of uh, personal data will be, uh, will be then uh, exposed about users, we need really to, to, to make sure that we, uh, we take care of cybersecurity and data management. Also, institutions need to do their part in designing adequate policies and regulations uh, for these new technologies. This is also very important. It is, it is important so because rules don't need to slow down a wider spread of such technologies and therefore should not affect companies and economic growth. I think you, you said something uh, extremely interesting, the relevance of individuals uh, in our economy. When there was the COVID-19 um, outbreak, uh, someone in the prisons thought that uh, humans were going to be replaced by machines, uh, just because uh, we humans could not work, there was the lockdown and so on. But then from your perspective, we are working on a more detailed personalization of our services. And this is in line with the findings of our report. You also mentioned that there is um, a uh, sort of um, uh, run to innovation in fields like the IoT, AI, cybersecurity. And our report also confirms those findings with over 92% uh, of um, uh, our respondents that were seeing opportunities in relation to IoT and in general uh, connectivity. Rosie, from your perspective, do you think there is going to be a particular industry that will be more disruptive by innovation or these innovative solutions, services, products will impact uh, all sectors and uh, uh, with more or less effects depending on uh, uh, the status, uh, depending on the country, depending uh, on the status of your company? Okay, so now I think that these years will be crucial for the global market as a whole, uh, not just for some particular industries. Uh, in the, the last months, we realized that the social, economic, and technological changes uh, affects in different ways and measure every industry. And uh, today, any company that wants to be competitive in the market cannot afford to ignore innovation and digital transformation. Uh, this is also true for small and medium enterprises, that they should embrace digital as an opportunity to compete in the global market. Uh, I think it's also important the concept of ecosystem. Uh, companies can't work isolated in an environment that becomes more complex and interconnected every day, uh, but they need to build an, an, a network among themselves and with the society in order to promote and accelerate the, the road towards a, a new way of life, a sustainable way of life. And uh, for example, open innovation is an ecosystem where we as a system integrator contribute, bringing together clients, startups, university to respond, for example, to a specific challenge that usually is brought by customers. 
Yeah, de definitely. This is a very good point. Uh, I think companies have understood that they need third-party suppliers to innovate. While a few years ago, we got the impression that uh, each uh, entity leader in a specific sector were trying to innovate themselves. Uh, and, and then they understood the, the, uh, the need of combining different technologies. So obviously, a system integrator like uh, your group can give a crucial contribution in uh, speeding up innovation. But in relation to what we said, do you think that the approach of your group to business has somehow changed uh, following the COVID-19 emergency in terms of how you serve the needs of your customers? Uh, there is, you, said, you mentioned there is an acceleration of innovation. So maybe project already starts much uh, in a much faster way and the need to be realized uh, much sooner. Uh, what did you change in uh, following during the last months? So uh, during the last months, uh, we obviously needed to uh, transform the entire transform ourselves, change the way we offered our services to our customers. Uh, we had to, to move remotely. And uh, of course, uh, the, 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 spread, the spread of coronavirus had an impact on everything, lives, community, business. And so I, we needed to be kind of uh, um, ready to support our clients, our own people, the community. And our response uh, uh, was, and it still is, uh, very immediate and innovative. Um, this experience accelerated the, the, the technological innovation processes that were already in places, but what we accomplished during the emergency is not a real goal. Uh, the digital solution we adopted, for example, for uh, the employee uh, or for the students or for the medical staff should be improved to become a permanent new standard, impacting the way we think about services, processes, organizations. And so the opportunity here, I believe, is to accelerate the digital transformation, making, making it real. Uh, we all know this is a kind of a new industrial revolution. Uh, and uh, uh, as it happened in the past, this will lead to a new kind of society. This is what we think. Uh, for instance, we think uh, uh, in the past, the invention of steam locomotive and the start of mass production led us to the industrial society. And in the same way, Japan built a vision of a smart society now, uh, the Society 5.0. I don't know if you've heard about it. Uh, in this Society 5.0, uh, the, the technology is just the enabler of a new harmonious society in which the final goal is the wealth of the human being. So one of the core elements of this society, 5.0, is to realize also the UN Sustainable Development Goals. And uh, being sustainable, I think it's also one of, uh, should be also one of our goals. Uh, in Italy, we have uh, adopted this vision as well. And we have designed Italy 5.0. Uh, and this Italy 5.0 is envisioning the opportunity for our country uh, to change pace, focus on excellences, and create a more sustainable country uh, living in a new renaissance and getting a primary role in the world. Well, uh, with these last words, uh, I think it, it, it was uh, 
the best timing of our podcast. I think the strategy of your group is uh, fantastic and it is a sort, uh, it's a different way of looking at digital transformation and how to put individuals at the center of uh, the uh, society. So thank you very much, Rosie, for finding the time to join us today. Uh, I think the insights that you gave us in uh, these minutes here are very interesting for our audience. Thank you very much for inviting me. It was a very good pleasure to be with you and to have the opportunity to share our vision. Also, I invite you to visit our Coronavirus Resource Center where you can find useful information and articles on the topic. I leave you all and thank you for your time with us. Thank you.